Oh, hey guys, I'm so excited to do this podcast today. And here's the thing. I don't normally have another acting coach come on with me, but I just realized that we are a team. We do this in this business as a team. So I, Sam Stiglitz is the guest and I am so honored and happy to have her because here's the thing. I love her voice. I love the power in what she says. I love her ability to communicate so clearly. I'm talking about her and she's staring at me at the same time as I'm saying it. And I just like, let's hang out. Let's have a great time. Sam, I'm so happy you're here. We don't plan anything. We're two acting coaches. We're going to shoot the shit for like uh, 40 minutes and let's have a great time. Thank you for having me. I'm I'm happy to be here. <laughs> I am so curious about your life. So you started, and a lot of people know this, but some people don't know this, but you started as a casting director. And then I, what, what was your transition? Like I always tell my actors, what was your life-changing moment that made you realize you didn't want to just do it coaching as a casting director. You wanted to do it more full-time basis. Yeah. I mean, I started like everybody else as an actor a hundred million years ago and didn't, wasn't right for that and sort of found my way into casting organically and loved casting. I loved every second of it, but there's, as you know, from talking to casting directors, there's elements of casting that are really, really difficult. The job is 50% fun and 50% pushing a rock uphill just constantly. It's Um, a lot of work and you're getting a lot of voices. What actors don't know is that you might see something in somebody, but then the, the producers will call you and say, oh, we've changed our mind. You're like, oh, it must yeah. be so hard to, to let down actors. Yeah. I mean, it's not just letting down the actors, it's letting down yourself. Like you yeah. in love with an actor yeah. and, or the producers too. And then the studio and the network have something completely different in mind. I've seen my producers sob outside of the Warner Brothers studio. Like it, it's just heartbreaking. Yeah. And, Casting directors don't have a lot of say in what happens. They're sort mm. of bringing the right people in so that other people ultimately make choices. Mm. My favorite part about being a casting director was what I do as a coach. I work with actors. I hang out with actors. I help them make the choices that I, you know, that they have inside of themselves. Yeah. So I sort of was burning out on the stuff that I didn't love about casting. I mm. sort of had to think to myself, okay, what do I love about casting? And it was this right it was the working with actors and I was like well there's a job there right like <laughs> that yeah is- yeah and I was still casting I had gone out of my own after I left Zane Pillsbury and I was sitting on the couch with my husband and I said you know what? I kind of think in like six months I'm gonna put myself out there as a coach and he's like why don't you just do it now so <laughs> I I kind of emailed some reps and I was like I'm thinking about doing this they were super kind they sent clients in I was like I don't know if I'm gonna be good bad whatever at this I fucking loved it I fell in love with it and I was like you know what? I'm just gonna do this I got really lucky my business grew organically and grew over time yeah it's it, it's always so helpful when you have one or two managers or agents who just send you people and those people just book right away. And then that the, the belief in that, yeah. and I'm, I, and I'm just going to ricochet off that because I was an actress for so many years and gosh, after I had my child, I was like, I want to have more time. I don't know. And I always dabbled in coaching, but it is the most rewarding job. We are both so lucky. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. lucky to guide, to be the third eye to, to, you know, play around with scripts and you were an actress too. So, you know, the artistry still lives in you as an actor to, yeah. to formulate the life of that character. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So rewarding. 
Yeah, for sure. I I think coaching is the most fun job in the whole wide world. And I get to see how different people's brains work. Like I, I honestly don't know how you work, but I don't have a process. So I work with every actor completely differently. Of and course. I start from scratch every single time. And I get to see how their incredibly creative brains work with the same script. So, you yeah. know, I'll be doing the same scenes over and over again because, you know, only so many projects will be casting, right? And so I'll see five actors in one week approach the same scenes so differently. And it's so exciting. Whereas when I was on the casting side, I'd see the same scene a hundred times, but I wouldn't get to know the process side of it. So I find that so interesting. That's such a, a cool Yeah, thing. as as a casting director, you don't really get to immerse yourself in in adjusting. You get to there's a time factor going on. You see so many actors as possible. This is before self tapes, right. and so you really could just throw out a couple of adjustments, which is not the same as immersing in an hour with with somebody. And no. and and I think you agree with me that no two actors are the same. So everyone's impulse in telling a story is going to be totally different. The story's there. And what you have to accomplish is there, but how you go about it with your own isms for the for the people that for the actors is everything. Yeah, I, I always say to my clients, your instincts are better than mine. Like I'm just trying to help you get out of the way and find those instincts. Mine yeah. and if I come up with an idea, it could be total garbage. Like it's not like mine's gonna be better. It's just that I'm sort of helping guide you and get you there. Yours are the like yours are it. That's what we're looking for. Yeah. They're always looking for the person, for the actor who they are. Did yeah. you watch the awards last night? We're going to segue because I thought they were fantastic. I watched part of it. <laughs> oh, I'm obsessed. I'm a sucker. I'm a sucker. I was in front of the television from 4.30 on and it's ridiculous. But I was, I get so emotionally attached for people's success. So when they were winning and I'm sobbing because the gut, that's true vulnerability. That's true entertainment at the rawest level. You know, it's, it is so exciting. I had a client hosting the red carpets. I had a couple who were, you know, in the mix. And I just, I was thrilled, but I don't watch the entire thing start. To <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. A lot of people don't. I do, but whatever. Anyway, so, so now you've been coaching for how long? Seven years. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's been nice. Yeah, but I got so lucky. I mean, I already had the agent manager connections. It grew really organically. It's been yes been really lucky and I recognize that there are as many acting coaches as there are actors and unlike you I am not an amazing class teacher I mean my class knows this like that is not my special skill I'm like mm. one-on-one -on -one person that's yeah well that's that's fine I mean oh my gosh I've had my studio for 18 years so I started with scene study and then parlay but I was always you know it just it just all happened all at once but I, I do love the immersion, but I do love the group. I love the energy of actors. I'm obsessed with actors. I was an actor. So I love that, that thing. But I do have, uh, from all the years and all the training, I do have, you know, tools to use to help enhance, you know, dropping in. So in classes, you don't get to immerse as fast, as, as long rather, uh, as the one-on-one, -on -one, but it's all rewarding. It's all the same thing. Yeah. It's all the same thing. Yeah. I mean, I, look... <laughs> My poor class. I, I see this them all the time. Like because I think it's so interesting to help an actor create an individual process and help them find themselves. I find the group class a bit harder because it does have to be a little more one size fits all. And so ah, it doesn't though. It doesn't. It doesn't because every actor, like if you're in, if you're in a studio where you say you have to do it the same way, that's a mistake. 
and I don't say that to them, but <laughs> I know. <laughs> anyway, maybe one day we could talk about this where you could teach me how to do it, but it's <laughs> one acting class a week because it's definitely, I'm, I'm far more inclined to doing private coaching. And so that's how my schedule is filled. Hey, whatever makes you happy. It's you're yeah. still, you're still the third eye for actors. I think it's, it's just such a rewarding thing. And I'm sure you feel that way too. When, when you, when you find the totality of that scene and yeah. you have a three dimension and you find it together, like, don't you feel when you're actor's book that there's a little piece of you that's a part of that journey? You know, you feel a little piece of it. You know, I feel really proud. I, I'm not, I have a hard time with, with, and you're going to say you feel the same way too, I'm sure. But like, there's no credit there for me. I feel like they, they've done this by themselves. They've found this like same way with casting. Like I didn't take credit as a casting director. There's always so many people on the journey when an actor books. So anytime an actor books, I'm so fucking thrilled for them. They did it. Like I always say to them, you know, once you leave this zoom or this room, you're not trying to replicate what we did together. You're trying to find something new and cool and spontaneous based on whatever we found here. Mm -hmm. I have no idea what they did in the audition or in the test or on set unless I'm there. So I'm just happy for them more than anything. Yeah. It's yeah. not worship or pride. It's just like, holy shit, like you've moved to that next level and that next level and whatever from movie to movie or show to show or audition to show. Like, I'm just thrilled for them. I know. Yeah. It's such a good feeling. Yeah. So I love your, um, your Instagram, all this, all this stuff you do. And it's it's so inspirational and just badass. And that's why I wanted to hang with you because you're badass. And I like badass women. Thanks. Yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> so I feel like your point of view, because you came from casting, I think people really respond to that. And I think there's so many myths about what casting directors are and, and how they feel about actors. And I want to address that a little bit, if you don't mind. Yeah, look, um, I was very reticent to start making any sort of uh, social media posts. Mm -hmm. Uh, Then the pandemic hit. I thought my business was going to shut down because it's a luxury item. It's private coaching when the entertainment industry had shut down. Mm -hmm. Everyone was super sad about the industry. A client of mine came to me and he was like, you should start making videos for actors. And he's a social media influencer. And I said no absolutely not that sounds crazy and then TikTok came to me and they said can you start making educational content for actors and he was like if you don't do this you're stupid yeah did and originally it was just like you know basic info for actors like actors have a want like all that stuff right (laughs) and then I noticed on TikTok there was so much misinformation that anyone who'd ever acted in their life who'd ever worked in the entertainment industry was posting just bullshit on TikTok And so I started responding to that. And then there was just a wealth of misinformation. So I didn't stop responding to it. And that's sort of how that grew. And I think it grew organically. And I think people responded to the idea that someone was out there saying like, look, actors, like in a sea of bullshit, this is wrong. This is right. And this has no answer. So go on your own way. And I wasn't necessarily selling anything. If my social media goes away tomorrow, it doesn't affect my business. And I think there's something kind of nice about that. Like it's not attached to a sales pitch. Right. No, you're doing it. You can tell you're doing it because you freaking believe in it. Oh, I believe in it. Oh my God. You're coming from a strong point of view, which you need in your work as an actor too. But your point of view is so strong and it's in the give. 
And it's in the, it's, it feels like to me, it's like in the wake up, wake up. And, and you are right. There are people, which we won't even talk about, that take so much money from actors that it's astounding to me. Yeah. And they are not stopped. And it blows my mind. It just right. blows my mind. I've been legally threatened. I've been personally threatened. I've had people oh. like, I get emails like this all the time. Oh. Bother me. I'm not doing anything that's against the law. Actors are going to continue to fall into scams. There's nothing I can do about that. It breaks my heart. Actors mm-hmm. will also continue to go to acting schools that are abusive. Like this will oh. continue. But hopefully yeah. there's things that come out of this where they're like, oh shit, I heard this. This feels wrong. They can trust their spidey senses a little more. And then just go and take acting classes and do the things that they need to do. And they don't have to run that like first three year of Hollywood circuit where they go through all those things that they spend money on and skip that a little bit. Like I'm, I would- so ha- I'm grateful for you to help re- to have that reach because it hurts my heart too. And, and, yeah. and maybe what you say will resonate with just two people, but that's two people that are going to, that are going to be able to get off that, that negative road because Having an abusive coach, that's oh. not helpful. No. Being put down for your art does not help you rise up. I know. And I think your messages are so, so vitally important. That's sweet of you to say, because I do feel like a clown sometimes. Like if someone meets me and they're like, oh my God, I saw your TikTok. I'm like, I am a tap dancing clown. So it's really nice when someone says that. But no, I mean, I think there's this, I look, I came out of a BFA program and I had this feeling of, they're beating me down to build me up. Like that's how it goes, right? And a lot of my clients come out of these big acting schools traumatized in therapy. And it takes years for them to realize that they don't need to be beat down in order to cry. They don't have to cry, period. But like, they don't have to do that. Plus no one's going to set with them to beat them down. Like that's not gonna happen. None of this has to exist. It it doesn't. And so- I hope that that lesson is being learned slowly. You know it is. I think, and and you know what? Even if you get some negative comments here and there, that's okay. People don't like to have, to be told to have that moment like, oh, I'm doing it wrong. So no, I'm going to defend that I'm not doing it wrong. And I'll yell at the person who's giving me good advice. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So it's only fear-based because what you're doing is massively helpful to the masses. And you have such a great following. I'm so impressed. And and you're right. It doesn't affect your career or not if you have it or not. That's that's absolutely. You know, people think things whatever they think. But you're right. And so I, I that's why I wanted to get to know you because I think you're an important person in this industry. Thank you. That's so nice. No, it doesn't affect my I business. Do. No, I'm a referral coach. So the this stuff doesn't have anything to do with the other stuff. Like my yeah. clients come in from other people, and then this of is course. all health actors. Period. Yeah. And, and how do you, and how, like, how many posts do you do a day? A couple, one, couple? One, I do one. And then if I have a second thought, it'll come out, but one. Yeah. Yeah. And your thoughts are just so clear. They're just very, and it's, and what I liked about it too, is it made me respond as an actor. Like, oh my God, this woman is telling a story. I'm praising you, but this woman is telling a great story. And I'm inspired by it. And I'm, she's, you're so focused that it makes me feel so focused. And I sort of just drop in and listen to every single word that you say. I love it. Thank you. That's really nice and really funny because my clients who coach with me would say I'm a disaster. Like, 
takes me forever to get to a point. Like I'm so the opposite, but for whatever reason, in a minute, I can zero in on that. That's because you, it really instills a deep care. That's what it feels like that you are so pointed about it that it, and it's just, it's just one point, not a whole script. <laughs> so you can make those, you know, strong choices, but honestly, I think you're very helpful to the world. And that's why I wanted to have you on. And I hope people will just say the name of your pod, uh, not your podcast, your, um, My it's, yeah, your hands off. Tragically, it is Audition Pro LA because when I built a website by myself seven years ago, that was the name I chose. It sounds like some sort of like crappy, like make it fast handle, like, you know, like book, take my course and you'll be a star kind of handle, but that's tragically what it is. It's not tragic. It's still good. It's still good. Yeah. Honestly, I didn't even know your name for a long time. I was like, oh, that's Sam. <laughs> I literally didn't have it on there that's like I, I don't care what people get out there's no like <laughs> sell there <laughs> no it doesn't feel like a sell actually it feels like a help and I hope everyone tunes in and even listens to you more and all those newbie actors out there who get thrown into the wrong environment and taken down that sort of quote barbazon style of you know schools that they get a wake up call. And I hope everyone who's listening to this podcast and people will that they take, take, um, take a moment and really hear that and then take an assessment of what the path is that you're taking out there and making sure that you're in a community or with a coach that has been in it, that has connections to people in it, that doesn't take thousands of dollars from you to do it and, you know, prices themselves at a normal price point to yep. be involved and inspires you. And if people are coming back to you as a coach, obviously you're helping them. Obviously you're, you're making that inner sparkle happen, you know, and they're, they're booking because that's what we do. And even with coaches, look, if you're looking for an acting coach, whenever someone meets with me for the first time and we do like a consultation before they coach, if their reps or a producer has sent them to me, I always say the most important thing you can do is meet with other coaches. Like coaches are like therapists. You may not vibe with one person, even if they're the best or they're so-and-so's acting coach. Like just because you've heard their name doesn't mean they're the right fit or the right style for you in acting classes. Like you need to stand up for yourself in your career. Mm -hmm. so you need to find the right person and the right fit for you don't just listen to other people figure out what's right for you and fight for yourself in this industry a hundred percent and as a coach we're not we're not telling them what to do and it's it's only our opinion it's all it's so subjective this industry we're yeah. just helping as a third eye to get in touch with who that actor is and yeah. being able to tell a fully fleshed out story right it's an objective so, yeah for sure. So what's some inspirational things you'd like to let, let the listeners know out there that you feel about the industry and how the industry's changed, but it's okay because my operative word is to pivot. So what would you say to people listening? I mean, I think there's a lot of talk right now about self-taping and obviously a lot of talk right now about self-taping. And I know there's two sides to that argument, but I think what actors need to know about self-taping is that it has changed for the better in my opinion. Mine too. 
Yes, I, I understand that actors feel like there's a lack of that initial hit and that initial feedback when you get in the room. And there's sort of two sides to that. One, the feedback they were receiving in terms of actual feedback from casting was very minimal, right? Because there was a time constraint. Mm -hmm. So casting was either giving them like adjustments in the moment, like, you know, can you pick up the pace or can you do it this way? Every fifth actor or the feedback they're discussing was that inherent energy in the room, which I understand because that was energy with being in people, that was audition nerves. That is something they need to generate on their own. That is something they need to figure out how to replicate with a self-tape. And that's about process, right? If you're standing in front of a camera and you're not feeling any sort of like driving force or emotional energy, that may be lacking in your self-tape and that's something to figure out, I get that. But self-tapes have provided so many more auditions for actors. It's been a positive thing. The only people negatively affected by self-tapes are name actors because they've, they've had to read when they weren't reading before, right? Mm -hmm. So the actors at the large agencies who never would have gone in the room, now they're taping. So I would get that complaint. But I think if you can put a positive spin on that, that would be great because they're seeing so many more actors than they saw before. I think it's, I think honestly, I would have still been an actor if there were self-tapes back in my day because the stress factor, which a lot of actors that are now starting this business have no idea what no. we went through. Getting your sides at 11 o'clock at night, having to drive to 20th Century Fox the next morning, you know, having traffic that stresses you out, sitting in the waiting room and having one or two actors try to mess with your energy. Then also walking into that room, feeling really prepped and prepared and then and then walking into a room that's filled with negative tension not for you towards you but you take it towards you but because of other issues that they're having with the project this doesn't have to happen anymore no it doesn't now i do understand the flip side of that human connection mm -hmm. i and and that is part of the addiction of being an actor and and everything i just talked about the adrenaline rush about it all is is really part of it and people are sad about it. I don't think they should be mad about it. They can feel bummed out about it. However, I have hope that we'll come back because casting directors are humans too and they want that human connection too. They're invisible. They're watching self-tapes all day, just tape after tape after tape. Like, of course they want the connection. Oh. But vilify casting at this point is pointing the finger at the wrong person casting directors cast because they love actors period end of discussion and there's a lot of complicated points here i think actors are mad at casting with who they feel are double dipping i think there's a lot of things going on but to just say casting is the enemy is completely unacceptable oh my god i don't really know that many people who do say that i think they blame them for too many things though like if they don't have an office that's because production's not paying for it so i think the adjustment needs to be towards the producers who are taking the extra money and not giving it to the casting directors who the trickle down effect they need the casting directors to you know get them their top choices you know from their own expertise now here's my question how do you feel about this i think because you know covid it's not a, a pandemic anymore you're going to get it you're going to live through it and i i mean of course you know, I would like to say that almost, there's still autoimmune people and people who will, I mean, I don't want to. Absolutely. hundred percent, a million percent. And a normal person could get a bad case, just like you can die from the flu, but it's not a pandemic anymore. Right. Thank the Lord above. Um, but 
So I kind of think, you know, you can do a hybrid and have some kind of in-person stuff. And I've got well-known people who have been going in for tests and in-person, but um, about what about having those auditions on Zoom? What about instead of putting yourself on tape, you meet with the casting person on a Zoom audition? Why is that happening? What's your opinion on that? I think that they will move towards a hybrid, but I think the casting directors are feeling the pressure of seeing hundreds of people. I think that's what producers are used to right now. That's what I'm hearing. It's now become this intense pressure to see so many people. And that's not realistic. I think for callbacks, obviously, chemistry reads, studio network tests. I mean, studio network tests are not tapes, obviously. But I think there's been this pressure to see so many people. And so I think there has to now be a reckoning of, like, how do we audition? What is the new normal? Does it become some in-person, some Zoom, some self-tapes? The person who gets hurt if self-tapes go away is the developmental working actor, period, mm-hmm. end of discussion, right? It's not the people who put out the articles, the January Joneses, the Jamie Lee Curtis. <laughs> yeah. I love Jamie Lee, though. I love her. Oh, God. I mean, yes, but that, she she won an Oscar. Like, that's not who yeah. gets hurt, right? Yeah. The working actor, the fighting actor, that's who gets hurt. Because we can take a chance, I'm not a casting director anymore, but casting can take a chance on more actors when they're seeing a hundred self-tapes for a guest star. You know, it's interesting that you say it because I've had conversations recently with some pretty big managers and they are feeling like they're newer people that in the past, like they believed in them, that if they got them in the room, that's when they were the special pick. So a lot of people feel like by not going in the room, you're not getting that 100% quirky, new, fascinating energy that closes the deal. And I kind of get that too, because, because you can't, like, I can feel you, like I'm reaching out to hug you and touch you, but you know, but you can't, like someone else could do the same thing and, oh, okay, I feel that too. But when you're in that room, and I love self-taping, don't get me wrong, but you're in the room, there's something just extra special defining about those those actors to take it over to the next thing, to book that job. For me, I mean, I understand their point of view. I also understand that so many more actors get the opportunity and that they're feeling like their special clients are getting lost in the mix. So there's so many sides of all of it. You know, I just wonder how much of that is romanticizing the room still because, so this is what I work on with my clients too. Like, yes, these self-tapes are missing something. Like I watch self-tapes too. I have agents and managers send me self-tapes. The producers send me self-tapes all day being like, what, what's missing here? Like something <laughs> missing. But when we find that something and put it back in the self-tape, it's not missing right? So there's like an energy missing from these tapes. If we can put it back in, it would be the same magic that was happening in the room. Because just because you chit-chatted and connected with the casting director doesn't mean you booked the job, right? Right. That's true. It's like a, a life force that is missing in these tapes. And we have to find it from an alternate source. Yeah, I'm going to have to somewhat agree to disagree a little bit because the self-tapes that I see and we do are so fucking spectacular and then they don't hear anything about it. I mean, sometimes you'll book it, but sometimes you don't hear anything. So it's just that fine line. It's just that fine line of human connection. And and, and I hope it goes back. I really do. I And it could be a hybrid for some projects that are shooting more places. Like Atlanta, that's how it's always been. It's not like a big deal. That's how it's always been there, pretty much. Yeah. You know? 
self-tapes. I think just everyone has to sort of even be even more prepped than ever, like find a way to get their inner, you know, on Zoom, there's sort of like a flatter screen on your tapes. There really isn't if you're using a really good camera, you know, there really isn't that you really can pop. Like, I mean, I think the magic of self-tapes is that you can immerse yourself and do it a million times that you never would ever get to do in the room. And every actor out there knows that when you went in the room, you know what take was the best? After you left the office, that was the best take. That's the thing, right? These actors who are like begging to get back in the room are so used to doing five takes. It's going to be come to Jesus when they get back in the room and they're doing one time. I think also self-tapes are flattening out the actor right now. They're doing it so many times. They're they're going with the 15th take and they're getting all their creativity out of it. And they're trying to get it right. And all the messiness and the realness is being taken out of it. You know, when I self, when I tape with an actor, they're not allowed to do it with me more than three times. Like I have a client who's like super fancy fucking famous actor who has to read like once every three years or something. Right. (laughs) When he has to tape, he does it 47 times time so I won't take with him like I refuse to do it with him because his his way of doing things I think flattens him out oh interesting because I'm on the I'm the opposite in the way that the more the merrier (laughs) and it's usually you'll choose the one of the beginning ones but the more the merrier but of course 47 is way too many in an hour's time you break it down you get your thoughts you have your behavior you understand what you want and all the basics and then then do it like you're right like three or four times got it yeah, I think it's about, you know, trusting yourself. But look, again, this is why people should meet tons of coaches, find the person that they vibe with and find their their tribe, right? Yes, absolutely. And we're all in it together. That's what's so, you know, earlier in my career, I was like, oh, this one and this one, but who cares? And like, everyone is special in their own way and everyone has something to offer in their own way. Yep, and sure. So, but when you were a casting director, so what, what, did you learn from that that you put into when you're coaching other actors? Um, if anything, I mean, look, the process obviously is really helpful to know, like knowing all, knowing what goes on behind the scenes, but not a whole lot. Like, I think the yeah behind the scenes info, all the terminology, like all the people I've met, but not a ton that goes into the actual coaching part of it. Mm-hmm. Because that I think I sort of instinctually gotten from just reading a ton of scripts, knowing actors, knowing people, figuring people out. But I don't think it was from my casting skills. Yeah. I think that's all the sort of back end useful information. So it really came from your training as an actor. No, I think it just came from me as a human. Like hey, fine, I great. don't use like Meisner, you know, like, I think it's just who I am as a person and how I connect with people on life stuff. Yes, but you still have something has triggered you because you still have to understand the story on the page. So if you don't understand the story on the page, you can't coach. So there's something that obviously all of the skills I have mushed into one. Yeah. You're mushed. Chapters. Yes. It's everything has led up till this, but I don't think it's any one thing as a casting director has become incredibly useful I think it's everything maybe yeah and you found your passion which thanks knock on wood you know it's such a great thing to find what what makes you purposeful in life and and even as an act all the actors out there you can still be purposeful in your life doing other things that make you feel really good yes 
Yes. And I absolutely love my job and feel so lucky I get to do it. And that actors trust me to do it. I think that yeah. is such an honor that these yeah. actors who are so successful and done so many things, trust me to help them. Because yeah. you know, one of my actors said to me a while ago, he goes, it's such an ego check to coach. And I was like, what does that mean? That I come in, I feel like I have all these great ideas. I've got this. And then someone else says to me, what about this? What about this? And you have to put your ego to the side and be open to someone else's ideas. And it takes a really mature and sophisticated actor to be able to do that. I find that newer actors, brand new actors, actors fresh out of school are a little bit more set in their ways where they feel like they have all the answers. So, you know, it, it is interesting and it's an honor that actors let me do that. Yeah, it's such a, you're the third eye. And you know what? When people have auditions and you could be trained beyond and have worked a million gazillion jobs and work with so many, you know, famous people, but you become the third eye so when it is your audition which is very different than having the job you can't see every element every beat every little nuance as clearly as somebody who is on the other side of it oh yeah you're in the smart seats for sure like <laughs> you have the the luxury of not having pressure if i had to audition for this i would see nothing yeah <laughs> That. And yes, auditioning and acting are so different. Like you have to approach them so differently and the pressure of auditions and actors get so bogged down in process. You know, you study it so many places, you learn so many different things. You try to figure out the right thing to do that you end up sort of burying yourself in acting process. And for some people, they need exactly one thing to connect to a script. And some people need notebooks of backstory. And everyone is so different. I feel like my job is to help guide them to whatever it is that they need. Yeah, I agree with you 100%. They can figure it out. 100, 100 million percent, because at the end of the day, it's the essence of the person. It's all energy. You get cast off in energy. Totally. Yeah. Yes. So what's some, so how do you feel about actors having um, like a presence on Instagram and, and giving back on TikTok, what, TikTok, TikTok, let's have a TikTok. Like I, I think there's a lot of misinformation about social media and acting. It's never been proven to move the dial. So in film and television, it really has it maybe in some like indie features mm -hmm. um, and sometimes with stunt casting. I think where, where it gets a little conflated is stunt casting. They'll be like, well, so-and-so yeah. TikToker was cast in this role on TV or in this movie the same way though that a professional athlete would or a pop star would so it's always been stunt casting mm -hmm. um so if you want to grow your social media presence great grow it it's not going to book you the job right these people who are massive influencers they're repped at the large companies they're being submitted on roles and they have to audition I work with a lot of influencers mm -hmm. I coach them on auditions and they're still auditioning so if you want to be, an yeah. well, exactly, they're not being like straight off with these roles. So if you want to be on social media, do it. It's not going to make a huge difference when, it, when push comes to shove and you're auditioning against somebody else. If two equal actors, amazing actors are out for the same role, one has 15 million followers and one has five, sure, why not? Maybe, yeah, yeah. But they're not, casting doesn't have the time to be looking through people's social media, following numbers while they're Yeah, I think that happens more towards uh, lower budget films when they want to have have the, the followers. But I'm talking about just actors who are training. I think it's helpful to have any kind of purposeful give back. And I think it's actors can really, you know, feel like they're they're entertaining people 
on their, yeah. their Instagrams, you know? There's, there's no downside to it. If you want to post creative things on your Instagram, on your TikTok, go for it. No one, no one is going to see it and be like, oh, of course not. <laughs> you're not doing like racist, homophobic bullshit. Yeah. Like just yeah. use social media as another form of art. I think it's great. And, and to be kind at all in all areas of your life, it is a small industry. It's a small town, even though there's hundreds of thousands of actors, it is still a small town. Very different season this year, only 14 pilots. There's usually 80 to 100. It's not that, that crazed feeling of, of which I, I miss because I love pilot season. I love to be have all this new material to work on and all that excitement. Do you feel that at all? You mean that I like pilot season? The, the difference of like the energy of this pilot season that oh. there's, you know, not that there's not that, that, that thing. No, I know it's crazy. It's well, last year was like this too. Last year, there were 20, 22, I think picked up this year. There's 14. I think it's good. I think it's good. We're moving away from that model. Um, pilot season as a casting director used to be absolute hell. Like it was the worst. Mm. So one of the reasons I stopped casting, I despise network pilot season. Mm. Um, but a lot of pressure so many so much pressure and so much oversight of all the shows we cast broadcast pilots were more oversight than anything else mm-hmm. um but yeah I mean it, it it feels different right now for sure but there's so much content anyway that it doesn't feel like there's been a slowdown it just feels like it's the same pace for a different reason interesting yeah yeah I think, yeah, for me, it feels, it feels a slower energy out there. Mm-hmm. That's what I vibe on. Cause I'm like that empath that feel, I hate it. Cause I feel too much. Oh God. You know, <laughs> so I kind of, I kind of feel it. And I want that there to be that sort of addicting pilot season. I loved it as actors and, and coaches, you know, it's, it's really fun. It's really yeah. actually a lot of fun. However, the flip side is it will be all year round. So it'll just disperse itself to, to, you know, throughout the year, which is good. Yeah. But yeah, it's definitely so busy out there anyway. It doesn't like change anything. It's just different areas. Just different areas. Just absolutely. So before we go, and I hope my computer doesn't die. um, (laughs) It's in the red. Just going to tell you if we um, flip out here, because my computer is on the other side of my studio. Um, what give me three things that you want to inspire actors to do out there before we um end <laughs> I want actors to get out of their own way i think you guys have all of the power in the world but i think you stop yourself from doing things mm. i want actors to while you are looking at material and living within the guidelines of a scene the black and white choices that the writers have set out i want you to try to make the coolest most inspired choices ever because every actor makes the same choices and i want actors to look people up on imdb because the people out there a lot of the people out there are lying to you so <laughs> i want oh, I love it someone who's hosting a class or a seminar or a group I want you to look up their credits on IMDb and say to yourself is this someone I want to pay money to my precious hard-earned money that's what I want I love it thank you so much for coming on you're amazing everyone follow her hear her words coach with her 
coach, you know, I feel like coaching is very, it's a very smart investment. I mean, I have clients who were in classes for five years straight and coached with me for five years straight on everything. And now they're on series and it just, you get better when you work on the material, you just get better. Yeah. It's an investment in your career for sure. Thank you so much. I love you guys. Stay courteously aggressive out there and have an awesome day. We're out.